and welcome to Stories, a Stark Friends podcast where we pick a theme and each tell a story. At the end, you get to vote with us to pick the best story. Whoever gets the most votes gets to pick the next theme. Our current theme uh, is aquatic. My name is Buddy Stark, and I'm introducing Noah Crowder, who is going to be talking to us today about SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, no, I'm actually talking about Sealand um, (laughs) and their soccer team. Yeah, I stole that from you last week, so you got to find something else. Uh, Yeah, darn. Well, that's a good idea. I'll just talk about some. So, initially, I thought the theme was oceans. Oh, well, that's fair. So, I picked something ocean-related. But it's like... That's fair. That's aquatic. Right, but aquatic, I would have definitely done something different. I don't know. I'm just saying. So I just make a big deal about how he lives in the Pacific Ocean. Um, so, he lives in a pineapple under the sea. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. So, game face, guys. I don't know if you okay. have all heard of the sponge of square pants. I don't think I know anyone who's watched more Spongebob than Buddy. What? Jeremiah. My family didn't really watch it. That's not true. Yeah, my brother has watched so much more Spongebob. Okay, I guess I just mean the Starks in general then. Okay, because yeah, like I've seen the first like two seasons and then that's it. Oh, you seem to know a lot of it. Well, the first two seasons is like classic Spongebob. Hey, Noah, guy telling this story who probably knows more Spongebob than I do, uh, what do you think about Spongebob? Uh, I think that... uh, I don't know. I just thought this was an interesting um, story, just because I like SpongeBob a lot, um, and so this is going to be kind of focusing on the creation of it and the origin of the story, even though we already did origins. But <laughs> suck it, um, <laughs> suck it. So the series, for those of you who don't know, takes place primarily uh, under the sea in a underwater. Under the sea. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> in the underwater city of Bikini Bottom, which is located in the Pacific Ocean, beneath a real coral reef. Known as Bikini Atoll. Hmm. So, yes. Series creator, uh, Steven... Question. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, would uh, Hasselhoff be able to swim all the way out to that reef? Because of Baywatch? It's a SpongeBob joke. No, because of the SpongeBob movie where Hasselhoff returns SpongeBob. I told to... you, Noah. Okay. He's seen a lot of so SpongeBob. So, I refuse to watch the movies. Oh, good, sir. You have missed out. Everyone's told me that they stink. Are they good? I mean, like, it's not... It depends on what SpongeBob you're into. I really like the movies. I like the story they tell. Okay. Um, they do. I mean, they do some cheesy mixing of like real life slash animation. Okay. Um, but it's pretty funny. Okay. Well, so I always liked the earlier stuff more, um, and so I didn't know if the movies kind of followed that theme. And people told me it just felt really different, and so I didn't know if I'd like it. It does. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it does follow the early theme of SpongeBob. I don't think so. That's why I haven't seen it. So I won't get those references, but gotcha. Uh, well, Hasselhoff swims out there, well, and they, they make it. it seem like he's a motorboat, and so he does it really fast without moving his legs. Now, it's see, fun. how have I not seen <laughs> to this? That's unbelievable. Right, right. Um, so the creator Stephen Hillenberg first became fascinated with the ocean as a child, uh, and developed his artistic abilities at a pretty young age. Um, although these interests wouldn't overlap for some time, because um, he said that the idea of drawing fish always just seemed boring to him. Um, he pursued um, both during college, receiving a major in marine biology, and oh. I know, and a minor in art. So he's actually well, like no wonder, right? So I, that's why I thought this would be an interesting story because I actually just yeah, I bet he really studied sponges in marine biology. Probably starfish too. 
Well, yeah, squirrels, probably starfish. Though? Okay, but you know there's squirrels? you know there's like an actual like sponge creature, right? I did not. Oh. Oh. Yeah, sea sponges. They're a thing. Yeah. I thought Do you were just making like a joke. Do they look like SpongeBob? No, it's no. SpongeBob. Is it Philly. he a sponge? So, looks like a sponge, yeah. So I'm not stupid. Well, <laughs> not for that. <laughs> Uh, so after graduating in 1984, he joined the Ocean Institute, uh, which is in California, dedicated to educating the public about marine science and maritime history. Um, shut up, cat. Boy, did his life take a turn. While he was there, uh, his love of the ocean began to influence his artistry. Um, he created a kind of like a precursor to SpongeBob, uh, which was a comic book titled The Inter- Intertidal Zone. Uh, that the Institute actually would use to teach visiting students about animal life um, and tide pools. The comic had various uh, anthropomorphic sea life forms, uh, many of which would actually evolve into SpongeBob SquarePants characters. Um, In fact, uh, one of the characters was like a uh, a sponge creature, not the actual sponge, and it was named (laughs) it was named Bob. Um, hmm. Bob the, the I don't remember what the sponge because it's the it's builder? not called sponge it's something like sponge but uh, he called him Bob the sponge um, <laughs> voice is going great so far Bob Bob the abrasive cleaning pad yes yeah that was it cool got it got it in one Bob the magic marker oh no wait I meant magic, the magic eraser, eraser. Yeah, good. so Hillenberg actually like tried to get this comic professionally published but no. <laughs> Nobody wanted it. Nobody was interested at all. It does some weird. Which kind of makes sense. Um, he ended up working on, uh, uh, I think, um, Rocco's Modern Life. Hmm. Um, and Martin Olson, um, who was one of the writers there, read his one of his copies of the Intertidal Zone and encouraged Hillenberg to create a television series with a similar concept. Um, so he began to develop those same characters, including the announcer, who was Bob the Sponge. He wanted his series to stand out for most popular cartoons of the time, um, which he felt were exemplified by buddy comedies like The Ren and Stimpy Show. Uh, so because of this, uh, he decided to focus on a single main character rather than like a group of people, um, which is why the initial episodes of SpongeBob were really, really SpongeBob-focused. Um, mm. Like If you go back and watch them, most of the secondary characters don't really play a part in it no at all. Patrick? Um, he's, I don't think he's in the first episode. Maybe he is. Um, is Squidward? Maybe for a second because he works. Because the first episode I remember is, um, when he uh, gets a job at the Krusty Krab. Um, Krusty Krab. Right. So, um, so in the, um, uh, intertidal zone, Bob the Sponge resembles more of an actual sea sponge. Um, and at first Hillenberg used this design, um, and in in this character's behavior, he decided to draw from he he said innocent childlike figures, um, like Charlie Chaplin, Laurel and Hardy, Jerry Lewis, and Pee Wee Herman, um, which I think you actually he does sound like he does, Herman. and I super get that now. I yeah. I would have never made that connection, but after reading about it, that made sense. Yeah. Um, initially, he wanted to use the name <laughs> Sponge Boy. Um, <laughs> Love it. The character was not going to have a last name. Uh, and the series was going to be called Squarepants' last name. It is, yeah. <laughs> which doesn't make sense to me because his parents are round. They are. Yeah, like super round. But I that's, wonder how he got like that. I don't. Maybe know. he's adopted. That's a good point. But yeah, he wears. But he's a square, so you think the square. Anyways, I don't know. That's true. You're right. You think his last name would be reflective. Right. Well, and so um, the series was going to be called SpongeBob or SpongeBoy Ahoy. Um, 
However, the Nickelodeon legal department discovered um, after the voice acting had been completed for the original pilot uh, that the name Spongeboy was already in use for a mop product. Um, <laughs> a character of the same name was already trademarked by Flaming Carrot Comics. Wow. Yeah, which I've never heard of. So um, You have to do so much research just to try and create something. I know. Days. It's ridiculous. Like, there's so many weird names. There's just so many things out there. Um, mm-hmm. Someone has Sealand. a name. Yeah, Sealand. Uh, yeah, I can't yeah. name my Micronation Sealand, even if I want to. <laughs> I like. I also Ready. named my... my um, anyways. In uh, <laughs> choosing a replacement name, Hillenberg felt that he had to use the word sponge, obviously. Um, so the viewers wouldn't mistake him <laughs> for a, for like a cheese man character. Um, he does kind of look like, like cheese. Yeah, that's true. So he said on the name SpongeBob, uh, and then SquarePants was chosen as a family name after Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob, saw a picture of the character and remarked, "Boy, look at this sponge in SquarePants, thinking he can get a job in a fast food place." <laughs> When he, he really gets the show. <laughs> and he said when, uh, uh, Hillenberg said when he heard Kenny say that, he loved the phrase and felt it would just reinforce the character's nerdiness. Didn't Kenny pass away? No, Steve Hillenberg did. Oh, the creator? The creator, yeah, this guy that we're talking okay. about. Gotcha. So for those of you that haven't seen it, um, what are you doing with your lives? I don't understand you. Stop listening and go watch right now. They're probably like our, our sister. Yeah. Uh, I actually have quite a few friends that were like, yeah, I just didn't get into it. And I'm like, okay, you're a loser. That's fine. I didn't watch it that much. I was never a Nickelodeon kid. So. In my own dojo. Is that from SpongeBob? Oh, yeah. You say that a lot. <laughs> um, me or Buddy? You, I feel I do like. say that a lot. I don't know. if I, I heard Buddy say it once, too. And I was like, you nice. quote from Buddy? Um, I do every once in a while say in my own dojo. I also every once in a while say, "You're good. You're, 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 good. you're good. You're good. Are you feeling you're it good. now, Mr. Krabs?" <laughs> he likes to sing the fun song. That's true. Do you like to do the F is for friends, or do you like to yeah, do the, I mean, the yeah, plankton version? Usually, because I usually just sing the first. You thing is for uranium. Has. <laughs> right. So I usually go with the SpongeBob version. It's uranium bombs. Oh, you're right. I'm bad. I should feel bad. Mm-hmm. That's like the one thing I know from the show. So for those of you that haven't seen it, um, it revolves around SpongeBob and his cast of aquatic friends. Um, yeah, his pet, nice. his pet Gary, Theme. his friend Patrick, who's a starfish. Which is a snail. Yeah, his 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 pet is a snail named Gary who meows like a cat, <laughs> which I've never understood. Um, his neighbor Squidward, uh, who is Abby, um, our sister, very much Abby. <laughs> That's I, Abby? I recently, uh, yeah, Squidward and Abby are pretty similar. Um, I recently read a thing that was like, when I was watching Spongebob as a kid uh, and I saw Grumpy Squidward, I was like, what is Squidward doing? Right. Yeah. And now as an adult, when I watch Spongebob, I watch it and I'm like, Squidward's the man. What is Spongebob doing? Spongebob is Leave so Squidward annoying. <laughs> Just let like, him have his peace. Abby right. and Squidward, normal sane people are Squidward. Right. You, know what? I mean, you know what Abby's favorite episode of? But as a kid, you is it my? It's my favorite episode. It was the one where he leaves the Squidward City. He goes, and to, and that he goes to the Squidward City, yeah. and she's and like, then he plays "It's the people like day, him." He's and it gets happy. boring. <laughs> yes, that's my favorite episode. Um, ah, uh, yeah. So, uh, it's I don't know. It's pretty interesting. They actually have some pretty good voice actors. I mean, Mr. Krabs is uh, voiced by uh, Clancy Brown. Who has done a lot? He was in. Uh, he's been in Avatar. I don't remember who he's played, but he's been in mm-hmm. Avatar. Yeah, I remember that. He too. was in The Mandalorian, which was cool. Mm. Um, he he does a lot of voice acting. Um, 
so uh, I don't know. Like, wh- what else is there to talk about? Um, What's your favorite episode? I really like the the music episode where uh, the band. Where, the yeah, where, the, oh, I forgot about that. Is a Didn't, is a mayonnaise? An did they end up showing that at the Super Bowl? I don't know. Maybe there was like talk one year. They were like, show this SpongeBob clip of them playing at the Super Bowl. And I thought maybe they did. I had, I remember I had for a while, uh, like Toys R Us or something came out with these little miniature DVD players that you could buy for like 40 or 60 bucks or something. And they they had tiny little DVDs, like little half size DVDs. They would play like one episode of a TV show. And I had that version or that episode of SpongeBob on my little mini DVD that I could watch (laughs) in the car. That's amazing. So, it, it, you know, it's funny, buddy, because um, I always think of the first three seasons as being my favorite. Um, and I didn't realize um, Hillenburg uh, was the series showrunner uh, for those seasons and then the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. And then after that, Ooh. after the movie was finalized, he um, stepped down. He left? Yeah, he, he was a part of it. Uh, he had, like, an advisory role um, and reviewed all the episodes, but he, he didn't was involved in any of the creation from that point on. See, and I think that's about where I stopped. Like, I right. feel like I've probably seen the first three seasons in the movie, and then I probably don't know anything else about SpongeBob. I don't know SpongeBob very well, mm-hmm. so I don't know what episode this is from. But I, they made a meme of it where like the city's destroyed, and SpongeBob and Patrick are standing there, and SpongeBob we goes, saved Patrick, the city. we saved the city. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I think that's the uh, the one that's mocking people is funny one, right? too. Yeah, it's the one with the giant worm. Mocking people? Yeah. yeah, where you capitalize certain letters in the middle of it. And it's <gasps> yes, and he like stands his, like this. With his hands yeah. on his hips and his face all yes, weird. I love that. Um, may I take your head, sir? I don't like Patrick. That's not surprising People might to come me. for me. I, I do like Sandy. Yeah. I like Squidward. I don't like mermaid man so i was just gonna say i actually love the mermaid man and barnacle boy episode (laughs) with the wumbo where they they take his shrinking ring (laughs) yes i forgot about it all i can hear is patrick saying wumbo instead of it should have been set to w for For wumbo wombology (laughs) the study of wumbo i wumbo (laughs) he wumbo are you wumbo he she we wumbo that's amazing um that's just like i also like i like uh anything with the uh with davy jones or no, not Davy Jones. The Flying Dutchman was what he was. Right? Wait. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was he the Flying, yeah, the Flying Dutchman, Dutchman or was that the ship? Yep. I can't even remember. No. No, yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know. I, I thought his bits were always funny. Um, I thought Plankton was a fun character, too. Um, and his computer wife, um, Karen. Karen. Oh, so funny. So what made you pick SpongeBob? Because uh, I was thinking about... Because you said pick something aquatic that in that like has loosely related to the aquatic theme yeah. that you're really interested in and i was like what's in the ocean well sponge <laughs> spongebob spongebob <laughs> is about the ocean do you still watch it uh i actually just like last year i watched through all the ones i liked i watched the first three That's seasons cool. again it's it's I'm interesting be interested because i'm watching some of it well and so part of what made it so cool is that they actually didn't use scripts initially um, they used uh, storyboards instead of like written scripts That's to do these episodes. Um, and I think a lot of people do that now. Rocco was done the same way. Rocco's Modern Life wow. was done the same way, and they kind of took that and ran with it. Um, Buddy and I just watched an episode of Cake Wars 
where the voice of SpongeBob was one of the guest judges, and it was weird oh, watching yeah. him be SpongeBob. It was weird in person. Yeah. <laughs> well, and so they talked about how because he's a kid, they often would use personal experiences. Um, Wait, what? SpongeBob. He lives alone. No, so he's like, but he's like, he has a pet. He's like an adult with a kid personality, right? Oh. And so that's, I mean, but it's he's like not really, a child, no, no, right? No, I mean, so I mean, he's, he's a full time job. He's, he's a fry cook. Right. He owns, he's a, right. he's a homeowner. He's, <laughs> he's got a full time gig. Does he ever have a romantic relationship on the show? No, and we'll get to that. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So they would take, uh, the writers would often take personal experiences from their own lives, especially from childhood as inspiration. So, for example, there's the episode called Sailor Mouth, where SpongeBob and Patrick learn profanity. Um, and it was inspired by one of the director's experience as a child of getting into trouble for using the F word in front of his mother. And so he said the scene where Patrick is running to Mr. Krabs to tattle with SpongeBob chasing him is pretty much how it happened in real life. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, at the end of the episode, Mr. Krabs uses even more profanity than SpongeBob and Patrick was inspired by the fact that this guy's mother was a sailor, <laughs> a sailor mouth herself. <laughs> So it's just, it's stuff like that, I think, and that's why I think it's so funny, because even as a kid, you understood that sort of thing, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's actually interesting, uh, Kenny, um, Tom Kenny, the guy who plays Spongebob, was not a known actor, he really still isn't, he does a lot of um, character voice, uh, he does a lot of uh, voices for, for animation, he's in Rick and Morty, for example, with quite a few characters. Oh. Um, not main characters, but side characters. Uh, but he was on Ro- uh, Rocco's Modern Life, and there was a minor character in that that he did. This he did the SpongeBob voice, and he Ooh. when Hillenberg approached him about it, he's like, "I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, I don't, I don't <laughs> remember using that voice." And like, and so he tried a few other things, and Hillenberg was like, "No, this is this is it. I don't want to hear anything else. I don't want to hear anybody else do it." And the network tried to get him to get a celebrity, and he was like, "No, mm. this is the voice of SpongeBob. You know that iconic." Are you still making SpongeBob. Hmm? Are you still making Spongebob? Um, the last, uh, season 12 came out in like 2017-2018 and it's been greenlit for a, a 13th season. I just don't know when it's gonna happen. Well, I thought they were on like season like 20, 20 or something. No. Hmm. No, so they don't come out with a new season every year. Oh, yeah. They run a lot of uh, remakes. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we don't even really talk about the music, I don't think. Um, it's very aquatic. Uh, also, I forgot to mention <laughs> that's true. Tom Tom Kenny also did the voice of uh, the narrator, the three oh, really? hours later. I love that one. Um, and then I do love he that. also played uh, the pirate. I can't remember the pirate. Is it pirate? Come on, buddy. What's his name? Black I'm not pirate? sure. I don't. So it's it's an it's a live action pirate. Oh, oh Patchy. Yeah, Patchy. Patchy. That's right. I think that's it. Um. But I'm not confident. And so they had inf- instances with Call that. Call Jeremiah. Did you know that uh, for the movie, Avril Lavigne did a cover of the theme song? <laughs> and I haven't heard I it, and I need to. can't even imagine what that sounds like. I, I don't know, but it needs to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's just, it's a really popular, it's a really popular show, even though it... Is it? <laughs> even though it, it, uh, <laughs> it didn't hold its quality the whole time, um, <sighs> it... You know, still everyone knows who SpongeBob is, even if you don't like, even if you haven't seen it, you would know who it is when you yeah. saw it. Uh, if you're like Abby and you have a strong distaste, yeah, that's exactly it's exactly it. Um, <laughs> so overall, it's a it's a 
a very well liked show. Um, it won a lot of awards for you know kids shows and animation. Um, it's interesting because there are also people who really don't like it. Um, <laughs> in two thousand and five, uh, it was used to promote diversity and tolerance. And of hmm. course, can you imagine who would attack that? Um, Christians? An evangelical group in the U.S. saw Spongebob as being used to advocate homosexuality. I was going to ask, is he, is he gay? So James Dobson of Focus on the Family accused oh, uh, this gosh. specific video of promoting homosexuality because it was sponsored by a pro-tolerance group. Uh, the, the incident, is what they call it, prompted the question whether Spongebob is gay. Oh, he seems asexual. That's exa- And that is what... He, uh, Hillenburg Sponges do reproduce by buddy. Hillenburg said that what? three years before, before this even happened, oh. the entire he is asexual. That was the entire premise. He is basically an asexual character. That's what he seems like. Yeah, yeah. Sponge, sponges reproduce asexually. <laughs> that's so funny. And I'm guessing, and I'm guessing that's why he was so adamant on that. That's hilarious. Um, Dobson later said that his comments were taken out of context, uh, oh, and Dobson. his original complaints were not with SpongeBob. Which is well, but like Hannah, don't you remember there were kids at our church who weren't allowed to watch SpongeBob? I don't remember that. I remember mom and dad didn't really like it, but I don't think it was for that reason. I think they just thought it was like I mean, I can tell you about family members that we had that weren't allowed to watch it because of Hmm. because of this. Wow. Yeah. Well, because there was a rumor that was it was supposed to be an adult comedy, and so like there's adult and that I mean I've heard that for so long, but um Hmm. and there was another uh, theory that. Each of the uh, main cast represents a seven deadly sin. Yes, I do. Which like is, that I one. think that's an interesting one. Um, that's an interesting interpretation, but I mean, it's definitely not the original intent. Who are the seven? Obviously, Mr. Krabs is greed, and Squidward is I don't know anger. Um, it's Patrick Sloth. Patrick yeah. is definitely Sloth. Um, oh, Plankton's probably anger. Yeah. Uh, what? SpongeBob, I think, is gluttony. And it's a bit of a stretch. Actually, I think well, I think he was supposed to be uh, lust. Who? Also a bit of a stretch. right, but like who else would be lust? Lust for life. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, and you know, I think uh, I think Sandy was. Um, I don't remember. It's it's an interesting concept, but yeah. um, I don't know. Overall, uh, it's just something that's really become iconic, and uh, it's really <laughs> it's really made its mark on. You know, uh, TV, film, um, animation as a whole. Like, it just, you can't go anywhere in the US with a SpongeBob t shirt and people not know who's on your shirt, right? So I just think it's cool. Um, And I think if you're going to talk about, you know, the ocean and we're going to talk about aquatics, I think it's impossible to have that conversation and not talk about the most important creature that ever lived in a pineapple under the sea. In a pineapple under the sea. Agreed. So, play us out. Uh, thank you for... Who lives in a pineapple under the sea. Okay, did you want me to play us out, or did you want Buddy to play us out? I'm confused. <laughs> I wanted someone. Well, I was starting to talk, but you kept, <laughs> kept jibber-jabbering. Oh, I thought, I thought we she were She wanted us to play together. the song out. Oh. The intro song of Spongebob out. Are you thank ready, you, kids? <gasps> aye, aye, Captain. I can't hear you. Wow, that was aye, aye, really Captain. good. Oh. Wow. He sounds Who lives in that pineapple under the sea? <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants. I'm slowly um, 
melding into like a Wolfman character. The full moon. All right, I gotta go to the bathroom real bad. Okay, so um, join us next week for Avatar mm-hmm. Weekly, um, and then the week after that, if you want to check out. Uh, how we voted. Um, we'll throw out a recap episode for those of you that don't remember the other two unimportant stories before. Um, <laughs> you guys make sure to vote. You make sure to vote. You can either vote on Twitter uh, or Facebook. Uh, both of those, you know, just go to our Stock Friends page, or you can vote by email if that's better for you. And you also want to kind of give more explanation than you can on Twitter or Facebook. Um, you can email us at starkfriendspodcasts at gmail.com. Stark that's and friends. Are plural. Good enunciation. No. Friends and podcasts are plural. Oh. No, they aren't. It's no. Stark's Friends. Stark's Friends Pod- podcast. podcast. The one That's podcast. That's horrible. Yeah, it's because you you told me how good I did, and I was like, oh, cool. Oh. I'm great at things. Help. Um, yeah. Trip. Yeah, so Stark Friends podcasts. The two after Stark are plural. Okay. Um, and remember, folks, be careful where you take your pineapples. <laughs> Excellent.